One Monday, Mr. Burgess took the two tabbies away. He knew a widow who would like them, he said, and they were going to live the life of Riley. Mary found a box, poked holes in the lid with a knitting needle, and tore up newspaper so that they should be comfortable on their journey. Isis kissed each on its nose before they were stowed, with a lot of twisting and hissing into the box, and she stood watching the van diminish down the lane. Cleo sat at the back door licking her paws, and seemed not the slightest bit disconcerted. Perhaps she had a streak like Evelyn's in her. Not a natural mother, Isis at once overheard Mary say, and though she'd minded on Evelyn's behalf, she could hardly disagree. Once the sound of Mr. Burgess's engine had dwindled, she went to search for Dixie, whom she hadn't seen that morning. There was no sign of him in or around the house, and she combed the garden, calling his name. She went past the ice house, down to the potting shed, and opened the door. George was sitting in his chair, legs wide, in a dense cloud of pipe smoke. Clear off, he said, his voice a thick, phlegmy gurgle. I'm looking for my kitten, a black kitten. Boy, then, girl, what do they think I am? Just a tiny black kitten, Isis insisted. Have you seen him? Clear off, blasty done, he said. He took his pipe from his mouth and shook it at her. Blasted animals, bloody liberties, bugger off with you. She squinted through the pall at the grim twist of his face, the smoke-yellowed eyebrows jutting forward like filthy tufts of shaving brush. You're the one taking the liberties, she said, and quickly shut the door. She searched the end of the garden, stirring the weeds with a branch. She looked round the ice house, safely locked, and right through the vegetable garden and the orchard, and she found a toad, old bird's nests, the china arm of a doll, and a broken saucer, but no sign of Dixie. Once more round the house, she tried every room that wasn't locked. Osie stood defensively at the nursery door, but swore he hadn't seen the kitten. In the ballroom, she was spooked by shivers in the long, bleary mirrors that seemed to wobble and bulge as if the glass was melting. The birds had settled very happily onto their glassy, tinkling home, and now there was a crusty white patch on the floor beneath the chandelier, fluffed with tufts of fallen feather and down. She looked in the bathroom, under the great top, and behind the pipe. She searched around the shrouds in the dining room, and went up the attic stairs to peep in Mary's room. Only when it was starting to get dark did she give up. You must have seen him, she said to Mary, who was sitting by the stove with her favourite book, December Roses on her lap, having five minutes before she got on with the tea. Mary shook her head. He couldn't have got in the van with Mr. Burgess, she suggested. No, I was watching. Or shut in George's shed? I looked. When did you last see him? Not today at all. He'd gone out already before I came down. Someone must have let him out. She stared at Mary, whose face was pink from the warmth of the stove. There was a basket of darning by her feet, and the book, with its flagrant tragic cover, was splayed on her knees. He's probably gone on an adventure, Mary said. He'll be back tomorrow, right as rain, you see. Isis squashed down the wave of helplessness that tried to rise in her. Mary looked so comfortable there, so warm and dry and complacent. I wonder how many kittens you've killed in your life, she said.
Mary tilted back her head and narrowed her eyes. She didn't speak for a moment, but when she did, her voice was low and tight. Listen, I'm left alone here and have to use my judgment in all sorts of difficult things, and I'm scarcely ever paid. Stay here, working my fingers to the bone and worrying myself into an early grave just for love of you and your brother. The word love was like a flickering tongue of light. No one ever used that word, not in connection with Isis. Sorry, she mumbled. I haven't done anything with that wretched kitten, and nor would I, now you're attached. Dare say I'm quite fond of the little scamp myself.